It's not that it's not that conviction of the Holy Spirit has left you. Is you turned your heart, like it says right here, you 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 you've ignored it in your heart. Amen. You told your heart, listen, I I, I know I'm wrong, but it feels so good, I gotta keep doing it. Amen. And the more you turn off the Holy Spirit, and the more you ignore the Holy Spirit, the more you cannot develop. In the Holy Spirit, and the more you cannot develop in the Holy Spirit, the, the more you can't hear from God. Amen. Amen. And if you can't hear from God, you can't get direction. And if you can't get direction, you keep bumping your head, walking around in the wilderness. Amen. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Living well below your means, right? Because you don't want to listen to the word of God that's trying to tell you which way to go. Right? But it says right here, it says that you have to put on this new man. You know what it means to put this on? What it means to put this on is like, listen, I can't spend a day without spending at least five seconds in the word of God. That's why we give you faith-to-faith books and daily devotionals and have church services, right, uh, 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 every day a week. You need to spend quality time with God every single day, not as a punishment, which most people think it is, right, but learning how to live this life that God has promised you. That makes sense? Um, 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 turn your Bible to... Let's go here first. Um, sorry. Let's go to, uh, go back to Ephesians, go back uh, two chapters to chapter four. I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter two. Y'all doing all right so far? We have amen. amen. Ephesians two verse four says, but God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even loved us. Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Listen, that is not a figure of speech. That is not Paul just sounding good, right? That's where God sees you at. Amen? Now, to, to, to understand that God has made you sit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, then you got to get a good mindset about that. I mean, I'm sitting in the Jesus house. How am I sitting in heavenly places? Right? That's a mindset that you have. That's a spiritual mindset that you have to understand and develop in. Because when you understand, listen, listen, here's why you deserve to be healed because you sitting in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. No amens on that. Amen. Here's why you deserve prosperity in your life and to have a good job and to have a good life and to have the house and everything it is that you that 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 that, that, that you want is because you're sitting in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. He said, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, in heaven ain't no death, ain't no sorrow, ain't no cancer, ain't no lack of prosperity, ain't no lack of lack of prosperity, ain't no poverty in heaven. So that's where you are. But you got to get your mindset there to believe it. Because once your mindset believes it, then you start demanding that thing in your life. And if it ain't happening in your life, right, you go to the scripture and you say, Father, your word says, hey, if I set my mind on you, you'll give me the desires of my heart. So that's what I want to do. And boom, the desires of your heart start showing up in your life. Amen. 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 
But to get there, amen, I got to understand that mindset. Um, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith and not that of yourself. It is a gift of God. I like to stop there all the time and say, listen, I know you think you were. I used to think that too. I know you think you are a gift to, to God. Amen. God got me and he can use me, my crazy, crazy self, and he allowed me to, you know, listen, you being saved is a gift from God. Amen. Amen. You, are the, you are the one who's blessed that God came to you. It ain't the opposite. A lot of Christians think, it, think it's the opposite. No, it ain't. Um, not a work lest anyone should boast, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good work, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Listen, your life of peace, prosperity, health, hope, healing, salvation, freedom is something that God ha has already got out there. All you got to do is walk in it. Amen. You see it right there? It says that, that he prepared beforehand. That life God already prepared for you. We in, 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 in Proverbs four told us to ponder the path of ponder the path of your feet, right, and, and and meditate on that, right. God had a plan for you from day one. Amen. Amen. And the way you get on that plan, right, and we see it time and time again in the Word. The way you get on that plan is to walk straight and not look to your right or to your left. But looking to our right and our left is what gets us off the plan of God. Amen? God's plan is a, a straight plan. It's not a curvy plan. And I know this messes with people's thinking and that theology, man. God don't send you through, through crazy paths and he don't make you think about it. You, 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 you walking on that path and boom, something crazy happened. Well, that's putting you to the right or to the left. God just told you not to walk to the right or left. Why would he send you right or left? That's an unfair God right there. That makes sense? God always wants you to be straight. God wants your life to be straight. God wants your life to be good. God wants everything to be good in your life. Amen? But it's contingent on what you do with the life that God has given you. Amen. Yes. Yes, Lord. Right? And what I want to do with the life that God has given me, man, is I'm... I want to walk straight. Boy, I've been right before. And I thought it was a good path. Right. And it started off good and it seemed good and everything was good. And, and it seemed like, boy, this is the path. And then all of a sudden, the, 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 the roof fell off. Amen. And what I did was I turned the other way. <laughs> right? That's what we do, right? I turned the other way and started going straight again. You get what I'm saying? But as I was going straight again, well, something on the left looked good. Well, I know not to go right this time. So now I'm going to go left. And I went left, and the roof fell off over there too. <laughs> right? And then I decided to go straight again. And this time, it's like, listen, I know it's to the right. I know it's to the left. Man, I might as well stay straight. And as long as I've been walking straight, boy, I ain't even seen the roof fall off. Amen. I ain't seen one roof fall off in my life. Because I'm going that path that God, amen, that God has planned for me. And, 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 and when, you, when you gave your life to Jesus, that's exactly what you did. You gave your life to Jesus. Amen? amen. <laughs> what better person to give your life to? <laughs> Boy, I know people that gave their life to drugs, that gave their life to drinking, that gave their life to prison, that gave their life to crime, that gave their life to women, amen? And ain't none of them things worked out for them. None. No, 
I'm gonna give my life to Jesus. Amen. And if you <laughs> if you give your life to Jesus, everything that you 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 you, you gave your life to before, God will give it to you. Amen. Amen. Y'all got time for one, maybe two more? Come on. Come on. Turn your Bible to. Oh, let's go to Romans chapter eight. We talked about this. I might as well stay there. Oh, we might go one, because I think I want to read some of this, and, and this is nice. We have to say amen. Verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. How are you walking? You see that? Who do not walk according to the flesh. Listen, I know it's hard sometimes. And I know, especially for baby Christian, I know it's hard to, 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 to get away from walking in the flesh, right? But, but, but you need to get away from walking in the flesh. I want to walk in the spirit, right? For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Now, the key word there is law, right? Law, when we talk about law, and, and, and you, you learned this from... from, from uh, seventh grade science class or before laws are things that do not there's nothing you can do to change that thing right what goes up must come down that is a law we get that so this says that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death listen before you gave your life to Jesus, you were under the law of sin and death, and that's what you were going to do. You were going to die and go to hell. But the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has freed you from that mess. Amen. Yes. You, you get that? Yes. You are free. Listen, sin and death cannot rule your life like it used to. This is a law. Amen. When you accept Jesus Christ in your heart and you are serious about it, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus came upon you. Yes. Amen. 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 And that's why it's so important to understand that, hey, the law, and that's the capital F right there, so we know that's the spirit, the Holy Spirit, right? That's why it's so important to understand where God sees you. God sees you sitting in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Think about it. Jesus took the place for you on the cross. Amen. Amen. So because he took the place for you on the cross, why are you on that cross? Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. You have a lot of Christians who still sitting on that cross that Jesus already died on. For what the Lord could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be filled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh do what? Set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. What is your mind set on? Amen? I like talking about this, man, because it brings a reality to that thing. You know what your mind is set on by what you think about all day. 
Man, I ain't never going to get better. I ain't never going to get right. I ain't never going to do this. I ain't never going to do that, right? And now all of a sudden, your mind is set on being a failure. Mm. Now, every night, you probably reset that thing, right? But then you go to sleep, and you wake up in the morning, and, and, and all, all, now all, all you're doing all day long is thinking the same way you thought yesterday. Because your mind is set on that, right? Set is being set on, like, I set my clock, right? Listen, I can set my clock and not have to touch that clock again ever, right? Because that's what my clock is set on. That time ain't going to change until you change. Amen? So if your mind is not set on the spirit and your mind is set on the flesh, you need to reset that thing. Set it on the spirit, right? I, uh, here's how you said it on the spirit. Here, here was my thinking on setting my mind on the spirit. I wanted to get everything that God's word promised to me. Amen. And the only way I was going get to get everything that God's word promised to me, I had to find out everything God's word promised. So I set my mind, right, on studying this word, being diligent about that word, doing what that word told me. Even when it didn't seem right, I did it. He said he'll give me all the desires of my heart. He said that he'll give me the things that I ask for, so I ask for stuff. <laughs> Amen? And, 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 and wait for that thing to come to pass. And the more you do that, again, the more you develop in the word of God. Verse uh, 4, verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You see that? Life and peace. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Listen, I go through life every single day. Talking about, man, I got peace in my life. Because that's what his word says. His word ain't tell me I had to suffer. His word ain't told me I had to work hard. His, his word ain't told me I had to break my neck to get this and to get this. His, his, his word told me that if, if my mind is set on a spiritual thing, and if I'm spiritually minded, then I, I should have life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Now, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So that scripture right there is, is talking about faith. You can't have faith in God, amen, if your mind ain't concentrated on God. That's why you'll pray that prayer, and while you're sitting there praying that prayer, something crazy come up in your head. And then you can't, you gotta redact your prayer. <laughs> right? <coughs> but when my mind is set on God, man, I can pray that prayer and I can pray that prayer in confidence. And I can get up in confidence, and I and all I gotta do is sit back and wait, because I know that I abide in him and his words abide in me, and based off of that, I can ask what I will, and it will be done for me. But you are not in the flesh, but, but in the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. I got that highlighting in my Bible. I don't know what you got. But it says that the spirit who raised him from the dead dwells in you. 
Remember that? If you abide in me and my words abide in you. Remember that? If the spirit who raised him from the dead raised, uh, dwells in you, he who raised him from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Boy, you got that ache in your body, you realize who you are. And you have life in your mortal body. Amen? Abraham was a good example of this. God showed up to Abraham that last time and said, this time next year you're going to have a baby. Abraham said, how? How am I going to have a baby? God, you see I'm old. You see I'm 100 years old. Forget me. Think about that woman in there. She's 99. You think I'm dead, boy. She's all dried up. Sorry. How's she going to have a kid? Amen? But again, that goes by what, what you see right there. You see, Abraham was looking in the flesh. Amen? But he didn't understand it. And it tells us in Romans 4, it says that Abraham considered God, right? He considered that God was able to do that which he promised. Understanding your relationship and that spirit of God who dwells in you, right? And understanding the spirit of God and, and, and what the spirit of God is, is made for is what gives you um, is what is is what gives you the ability to believe that thing will come to pass. I'm not looking at the circumstance, I'm looking at the creator. I'm not looking at the situation, I'm looking at God. I'm not looking at the situation, amen. I'm, uh, 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 yeah, I'm not looking at the situation. I'm looking at the ability that God has to perform whatever that situation looks like. When we talk about putting our trust in God, that's what we talk about putting our trust in. We talk about putting our trust in God who is able to do anything. God don't have any limitations. What makes you different than anybody else as a born-again believer is because you believe in the God with no limitations. You believe in the God that needed to get the whole world back together and to get the whole world back to how he first originally created him. So you believe in the God who sent his son named Jesus Christ, amen, who died for everybody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Not only did he die, he went down there and whooped some folk, amen, and he rose again. Hallelujah. The God who rose Christ from the dead is the same God who dwells in you. Glory. Amen. Amen. So you are not powerless. Woo, you are powerful. Y'all missed that. <laughs> Amen. Because that's the God who dwells in you. You can take your whole life, man, and whatever you're going through right now, you can change the whole thing around. And you can develop yourself and grow more and more and be pruned more and more. And you can change your whole life around. Not next year, not five years, not five years, not five years from now, but you can change that thing around now. That's what I'm talking about. Boy, I need to be changed around. Boy, I got changed around now. What you going to wait for? A lot of people want to sit around and wait. Well, I need to do this. I need to be, no, let me do that thing now. You know how much peace you have in your life if you were changed now? Jesus. If you understood how powerful you were now, you'd walk around speaking to trees. <laughs> Amen. Amen. 
Peter and, and, and the disciples, as we get ready for tithes and offer, Peter and the disciples, man, they, they walked around with Jesus all this time, man. They didn't understand nothing, man. Jesus left, and Peter and, and I forget who, I think maybe it was John, they were walking. And the Bible said they walked by a gate beautiful. Now, all this other time, they asked Jesus, and they, Jesus always had to say, how much faith you got in and, and where's your faith and all this stuff, man? And, and Jesus was gone at this time, so they didn't have Jesus to back him up. And there's a guy that was begging for money. And he's, he's asking money, and Peter said, man, silver and gold have I none, but what I do have, I give to you. Rise up and walk in the name of Jesus. That man got up and walked just like Jesus did it. Three months ago, <laughs> right? We talking about we talking about now type stuff, right? Three months ago, Peter denied Jesus. Ran from him, hid from him, and everything, right? And today, right, he got a hold of what Jesus, who Jesus was, and what Jesus could do. And shoot, Jesus could raise that man up. I'm gonna raise that man up too. Get on up and walk. Amen. That's the power that you have on the inside of you. Yes. But that power cannot operate, and that power cannot show forth, and people cannot cannot see that power, and you cannot experience that power if you don't change the way you think and understand that that he that he who in you is greater than he that's in the world. And as long as you focus on the world, Amen. You won't be focused on he that's in you. No, I'll rather spend my time focusing on he that's in me. If I'm gonna sound crazy, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna it's gonna be me sounding crazy saying that God can do anything. Anything. As opposed to saying, man, God, I don't know what you can do. I'm a trust in Jesus. Amen? Amen. Y'all get anything out of that? Amen. Amen. 1249. Um, at this time, we are going to prepare for tithes and offering. Amen? I will read the scripture. And I'm going to read from Malachi chapter 3. Those of you listening by Facebook, especially you are a church member, and you want to, we believe in tithes and offering in this church, amen. We believe in the blessings of God, we believe in the miracles of God, we believe in everything God can do. So if you don't want to miss out because you wasn't in church today, you can do. You have a few options. You can mail your money, uh, your tithes and offering in. You can go to our, uh, our webpage, jipm.org. And donate online as a button. You can do it. It's pretty pretty simple. That's how how, how I give to the ministry. It, it it takes you less than three minutes to donate. Um, those of you listening, if you want to donate to the ministry, uh, you can also do the same thing, or you can just kind of contact one of our uh, one of our people, and we can come pick your tithes and offering up. Amen. Malachi chapter three, verse eight says, "Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me." But you say, in what way have we robbed you in tithes and offering? You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. All right, I'm sorry. And pour out for you such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you um, in the field, says the Lord. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Verse number 11 says that I will rebuke the devourer. I love that part about this scripture, because it tells you that, that, that God will protect you. 
That's, that old surfing devil, you know, I used to have a whole lot of car troubles, man. And I started tithing and giving, man. I, and I didn't have no car troubles. And when I did have a car trouble, all I do is get rid of that car and go get another one. Amen. Because God will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Meaning that, that, that old goofy serpent won't even touch you. In a day of famine, when everything looked bad, when they shutting down jobs, all that stuff, you won't miss a beat. Amen. Because you, you've, already, you've already trusted in God. You all Tithing is a trust in God. Tithing is not a way to, 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 for, for the church to steal your money. Tithing is for you, for, for you to let God know that, hey, God, I trust in you more than I trust in his money. Amen. So I'm going to give to you and I'm going to honor you for everything. I can't repay you for anything you've done for me. You, 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 you want me to show you that and I will show you that. And, and, and that comes by giving, right? Giving is a, is a pleasure. Uh, I, 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 I forget who it was that used to say that I like this. Like, I don't have to tithe. I get the tithe. Amen. I don't got to believe God for $5 now. I got that thing all over the place. Amen. So I give, letting God know that I trust him, knowing that he will protect me, knowing that he will keep me. Amen. Um, where's our, 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 I guess I got to pray over our offering too. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray over, um, we pray over our offering, Father, those who, who, who give, Father, those who, um, I don't necessarily like saying those who have not to give, let them be blessed, Father. Those who have not to give, Father, let them learn how to trust in you and they'll have to give. Amen. <laughs> Father, we trust in you and everything that your word says. Father, we trust in offering. We trust in giving. We trust in seed, Father. We trust in bearing fruit, Father. We trust in your word, Father. Your word does not lie, has not failed, Father. And we put your word into practice when we give, Father. We give to you, uh, not as, not as, not as a... Uh, uh, not grudgingly or of necessity, but we are cheerful givers, Father. Happy to have the ability to give to you, to give to your kingdom, to give to your word, Father. Uh, um, so this kingdom and this gospel can go out all over this earth, Father. And, and those who don't know you can get to know you, Father. And those who do know you will get to know you even more, Father. We give you praise going on and we thank you. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.